0: Only
1: redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value.
0: I have the yelling flu, which is just (laughs) a headache and a scratchy throat from the effort, the physical effort of screaming at my children all day long. What fresh hell? Laughing in the face of motherhood. Our starting point is not never yelling. With Margaret Abels
1: and Amy Wilson. I'll tell you when I have a few claps of oral thunder a podcast that solves today's parenting dilemmas. The more you yell, the less effective it becomes. So you
0: don't have to. I need all the help I can get. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 17 of the What Fresh Hell podcast. This is Margaret. And this is Amy. And this week, we're talking about yelling at our kids. Ugh. I feel like we've recorded, well, we've, I know we've recorded 16 episodes, and in every episode, we have mentioned yelling, and one or the other of us has said, we need to do an entire episode just that. about yelling.
2: And so here because we are. yelling.
0: Let me ask you a question, since my kids are littler. Are you still doing as much yelling as you were when they were little? Please say no. Please say no. Please say no. No.
1: no oh, not, not quite. Thank God. Except... Not quite. Except when the bus is coming. Like that's, that's my, I, I feel like we have our moments and I have two, but I'll start with, I'll start with the obvious one, which is like the bus is coming. Why is nobody listening Hey, me? They put your shoes on. Come on, come
0: on, come on. That, that just seems to continue. See, this is what happens to me. And it's not every day, but it's more days than I would like to, it to be. I will get in bed at night. Settle down in my bed with my book. And then I will start to think, I'm getting sick. There's something wrong with me. I have a terrible cold. My throat is scratchy. I have a terrible headache. And then images of the day will start flashing through my mind. And it's like me yelling at them to put their shoes on. Me yelling at them, why did you leave the door open? Me me yelling at them, get in the car. We're going to be late for school. Me yelling at them, turn that iPad off. And I realized that I am not, in fact, getting sick, but I have the yelling flu, which is just <laughs> a headache and a scratchy throat and body aches from the effort, the physical effort of screaming at my children all day long. I, I it doesn't you. exactly make one feel like, you know, mom of the year.
1: And I, I, think, I think what's important to probably start with is that this is feeling feeling bad about it, and also, doing it is a pretty universal thing. For like my, sure. My, my sister is the mother of four
0: little boys, and she, I mean, she has. Let's all just pause for a moment. I know. And send some good vibes to Amy's sister, who <laughs> she is the could mother of them. four boys under what age? Uh, the
1: oldest isn't six yet, so it's five.
0: Yeah. three, so two, and a baby. So it's four under five, and they're all boys. And yes. we're all just going to take a moment. We're going to pause, and we're going to send good vibes <laughs> to Amy's sister right now. And go, <laughs> send send patience because she needs it. And she she's the
1: most patient parent I mean I've ever seen. She has buckets of patience, but her her Twitter she bio would is still have to. her Twitter bio is still mother of of four boys, five and under. Sorry, I yelled. <laughs> <That's> really-
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like part of our evening routine should just be like, sorry, sorry, I yelled. Let's yeah. say your prayers, read your books, you brush their teeth. And sorry, I yelled so much.
1: Sorry, I yelled. I mean, they. I think I mean, have- if
0: I look at the at the if I were to look at the large list of things that I feel that I don't do well, as a mom, too much yelling, top of the mountain, every time, too much <laughs> yelling and not enough vegetables. So they're tied. But let's, <laughs> that's not what we're talking about today. So let's Let's focus on too much yelling. It's a, it's it's my Achilles heel. It's like I, I I do not like how much I yell. A lot
1: of parenting experts suggest, and I guess I tend oh, to agree with please. this. Please
0: come for me, parenting experts. That normally I am a little um, wary and almost contemptuous of parenting experts, but I need all the help I can get. So bring it on, parenting I, experts. I think they what have, have our, you got for me?
1: I think they have our back. So I was actually I was actually quoted in the New York Times in an article. It was so you
0: are the a parenting while expert. Now,
1: I'm a parenting expert. Oh. No, the, the expert was called... the, Look at the you. The Smell article you, was Wilson. called... Um, "Shouting Is shouting the new spanking. And the sort of... Oh, what God. the experts were saying in the article is that this is what Probably. the problem is. Like, we... Back in... 1976 you know a well-placed wait until your father gets home was enough to get us in a line um and now without that without that admittedly best removed uh arrow in our quiver we yell
0: because that's kind of what we got point at all though is the problem that we no longer say wait until your father gets home
1: no 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 we don't We can't spank our kids for misbehaving.
0: Oh, okay, wait. So you mean like, wait until your father gets home, he's going to spank you?
1: Yes, or it could happen. I mean, had it it ever happened in your childhood, it was possible. Now that that's been removed, like, well, what are you going to do, spank me? (laughs) We we end up yelling more because we've lost, for good reason, again, we've lost a a major sort of
0: uh, way to keep our kids in in line. Right.
1: That implied hmm, not threat
0: sure, is no longer present. That point. But okay, I'm open. I'm just trying to keep an open mind. Well, here,
1: here's here's what Lisa Belkin has to say about it. She's a parenting expert. She is. She's a legit parenting expert. She so she wrote an article for the New York Times called "Can Yelling at Your Kids Be
0: Good?" Yay, Lisa! Which, like, she's my <laughs> new favorite parenting <laughs> expert. It turns out. And she says. Let's when, hope the answer is yes, Meg. You're
1: doing a great job. Well, here's what she says. She says, when all else fails, a few claps of oral thunder certainly show that mom or dad has had it, that humans can be pushed just so far, <laughs> and that this is what it looks like when you've pushed them too much.
0: First of all, you and I are starting a band called Claps of Oral Thunder. <laughs> Second of all, I really like that advice. You know, Claps her, of Oral Thunder sounds so much better few. than shrieking. A than harried, harried shrieking.
1: So her point is that if, if you never yell, then your kids never see where the line is. The kids need to know where they've crossed the line. The line has to exist
0: somewhere, and when they cross it, it's okay to yell at them. Yeah, but let's be honest. We're, our starting point is not never yelling. Not, yeah, not, I, I, that, that's <laughs> are, what I would like to yeah. argue. I mean, we're not... I don't think there's anywhere in this conversation that never yelling is going to enter in.
1: Everyone
0: and, yeah. is going to do some yelling. Yes, and I don't think that's
1: even necessarily desirable, let no. alone possible. I mean,
0: sometimes you bring in statistics and it's like 10% of children have ever hit their sibling and it's like, "Wait, what 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 is that statistic?" Like mm-hmm. I have to assume that 100% of moms have yelled at their kids. Right, ever? 110% of most.
1: Well, maybe, maybe 99%. And the ones who have never yelled at their kids, those kids are like, ugh, those are night- nightmare kids. Or they, you they don't have want selective mutism because there's no way. <laughs>
0: who doesn't yell at their kids? Everybody yells at their kids. <laughs> so, so, okay,
1: so we're going to agree everybody yells at your kids, and that sometimes maybe it's even what the moment requires. But we want to do a little <sighs> bit less. Oral of thunder. It. Clap, a few claps of oral thunder are. <laughs> are necessary. just useful i'll tell you when i have a few claps of oral thunder and and i have to and and this is this is my moment where i scream and afterwards i'm like you know what i needed to do that i'll be driving down the highway with my three kids you know going 65 miles an hour and they and and maybe in the rain and maybe like with the tractor trailer next to me right and they and they're fighting
0: and i fighting? say fighting
1: they're fighting oh fighting they play a game of fighting, which was going
0: <laughs> to no. be really exciting it was like going to be a chase movie all of a sudden okay no they're, they're fighting. fighting
1: they're fighting and they start screaming at each other in the car and i say guys i can't i can't handle that while i'm driving i can't stop it i can't handle that while i'm driving guys this, that isn't safe I, I can't handle it while i'm driving i have been in that place where two or three times i have been you know just i have just completely blown my top and shocked them into silence i'm like will you listen we're going to get in an accident shut up I'm driving. I need to concentrate on the road, and then and afterwards, I'm like, you know what? They need to know that when I tell yeah, them that, to and stop screaming like, at each other in the
0: car, they need I to. Mean, you're, every single person, when you were telling that story, was picturing their mom doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Like every single person has done that thing of like, be quiet in the car. You're driving mom crazy. I mean, that is a standard movie scene right there. My mother never. My mom really used yelled. to have a hand that would come back behind the <laughs> seat, like, and we called it. It was like the claw. And, and it was just the thing of, like, this hand would come back in a really scary claw shape. And it meant, like, it, it meant What did it doomed. mean? It meant shut up. Like it meant, I think it was usually, like, what she and my dad would be chatting and we would be going crazy. And rather than, like, start shrieking, this claw hand would come back and we would get scared and stop talking. Yeah. She had the power of the claw hand.
1: I know. But how do we get, so maybe that's my question. How do we get the power of the claw hand? Well, this so is we what I will to, yeah. start
0: out by saying. The basic problem with yelling is that it doesn't serve the purpose you're trying to serve. That, like, if you have to be consistently yelling, you've lost that fundamental control that is what keeps your kids in line. So it's it, it takes you away from your purpose, you know? And I find that when I'm the least in control and the most harried and having the most trouble disciplining my kids that's when I'm yelling the most like I I referenced this I think this is how we were like we need to do a yelling podcast I was telling the story that I had my sister's kids with me so I had five kids under eight in my house at the same time uh four boys and then Peggy the girl
1: and their cousins so they they squabble like siblings
0: they're like siblings right Mm -hmm. and those every single one of those days I was going to going to bed with the yelling flu, like going to bed with the headache, scratchy throat, I've been yelling too much. And it's because I was very out of control. And I had to like, purposely recenter myself and start the days much more clearly, like here are the rules of the day. Anyone who steps outside of these rules will be sitting on the stairs for five minutes at a time. And recenter myself so that I knew that the rules and start enforcing rules early on. Because yelling is a symptom that you are out of control. Yeah. The kids are out of control, but it's more about that you've lost control. And so I would sort of try to recenter myself in the morning. Guys, here are the rules. Here are the consequences for breaking the rules. And the minute anyone stepped out of line, please leave the room. Go sit on the step. I will tell you when you're done. And just stay really calm and not let it escalate from 7 a.m. into like, now I need to top myself by yelling louder. Now I need to somehow top that by yelling louder. By the end of the day, I am just a shrieking carnival toy that everyone is kind of amused by.
1: That That is, I think, my biggest issue with, with yelling is that yelling breeds more yelling because yeah. cause it, it, it starts to be like, oh, mom, yelling is not anything to really – pay attention to let alone be intimidated by I have to wait till she really screams and then also does that right it 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 starts to be something that they can start to tune out and so and then so then it's it's, I I never thought of it like until that until you just said it that yelling kind of indicates to your children okay my parent is out of control right now
0: Yeah. And especially as it starts to grow, like I, your kids are very adaptable and in tuned. And so if I make it a habit of having the interaction with my kid, hey, get off the iPad. I say, get off the iPad. I say, get off the iPad. When are you going to get off the iPad? Like that, they start to learn that they don't need to get off the iPad until step four of that interaction because they know I'm going to just keep saying it.
1: That's that's something I learned when we were training our dog, and I really need to get. We really need to have my friend, the dog trainer, come on and give us. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. Dogs child training, but because of course, they're going to be ninety eight percent of those things are going to totally be exactly the same. To how so, you should deal with your kids. So
1: when the kids and, and the kids were with me, and she was, we were teaching our dog Marshmallow to
0: sit. <laughs> Marsh, I know
1: marshmallow. I
0: object to the name Marshmallow no, I don't object. That's not the right thing to say. I, 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 I gently chuckle at the name. Marshmallow. If you knew okay, her, if you knew
1: her, you've never met Marshmallow, but you'd be like best, Perfect most name. aptly named. I animal. mean, I grew up
0: with a dog named Barbecue, so I'm not here to throw any stones. <laughs> barbecue. It was black. We thought it was funny to name it Barbecue. I, I don't know. it, it Listen, clearly, pet naming not our forte. We're not. That's why we don't have a name pet naming po- podcast.
1: I met a a guy walking Marshmallow once, and and when when I walk her in the city and people ask what her name is, I always say her name is Marshmallow, my kids named her, Marshmallow, my kids named her, that's why I call her. Her name is Marshmallow, my kids named her. And this guy was like, Marshmallow? And I said, what's your dog's name? Mister. And then it comes out after talking to him for another 15 seconds that Mister is short for Mr. Woof Woof. (laughs)
0: All right. People who live in class houses.
1: We've all got our challenges. Back to the dog trainer. She tells she my kids are saying, Sit marshmallow, sit, 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 marshmallow, sit, sit. And she said, Stop, stop, stop. You give the command once and you wait. And if they do it, they get the treat. And if they don't do it, they don't. But you don't say the command more than once, or else you will teach your dog that you say, sit, 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 sit marshmallow, sit, and that's the command to sit. You have to say it once and stop. And first so first of all,
0: Your dog trainer is a genius, (laughs) but like that's that's the takeaway advice. Yeah, you are. If you say "get off the iPad," "get off the iPad," "get off the iPad," "get off the iPad," iPad," you're training your children that 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 the command to get off the iPad is the end of that series of crazy things that you just said. Right?
1: They don't really have to push. Amazingly smart until you scream.
0: Right. Whereas if you start to say if you establish the rule, when I say, I now, I've adapted myself a little bit, which I think my mother would roll her eyes at, and, but I have adapted where I will say, whatever, it's half an hour at 4.30, everybody's getting off of screens. And then at 4.30, I try to do it like 4.27. Okay, it's three minutes to get off screens, So start wrapping up what you're doing, because I try to be a little bit understanding of the fact that I don't want to rip it out of their hands the second before they get the game running, home run, or whatever stupid thing they're doing. But <laughs> that they're not really doing. But think I doing. try to give them a little prep. But then if I start to get the feed, you know, the pushback of like, but ah, the world, it'll all be lost if I don't. I'm like the absolute cutoff time is four o five. I will give you an extra five minutes to wrap up. But at four o five, I am walking in here and hitting the button. So manage your time. But th- that's the only discussion around. Turning off the iPad, but again, these are on days when I am feeling—I mean, I'm never feeling calm, but I'm feeling calm-ish, you know. I'm feeling organized. I mean, it—it's it, like—it's like being on a diet, basically. This whole conversation, which is yes, you understand that chicken and vegetables is better for you. I mean, that's, you should basically eat like a protein, a little bit of a vegetable and like a very limited amount of like high fat food and sweets. Right. We get it. But there are going to be those days where you wake up and you're like, it's mozzarella sticks dipped in ranch today all day. And I'm not hearing anything else. Like what happens is, but, but it's good to establish a baseline of like, let's try to return to the non yelling mode where we set expectations we're clear about what the consequences are, and then we just deliver the consequences at the end of, if the expectations aren't met, and we don't get into screaming. So Easier said than done.
1: You, so, I mean, I, I really like this idea, too, that you sort of start from, a you sort of, when you were with the five kids, you um, sort of consciously started at a lower point. And what happened? Did you yell for the first time at 4 p.m. instead of noon? Did did you manage to get through the whole day? I mean,
0: it still escalated every single day. I never got to a no yelling point. But certainly, I just, and I also picked my battles. Like, with the five kids, this one is constantly fighting with that one because they have this very specific kind of competition. Or this, the boys are always getting annoyed with the girl because she's annoying them. Or like, whatever those dynamics are. And in the beginning, I would sort of set myself up for the second it started, I would start to intervene and leave her alone, and this is da-da-da-da, and then I reset to, if I hear fighting or mean words, you cannot play the Xbox together, or whatever it is you want to do. The game will end if you two are getting competitive and kicking each other, or whatever the behavior is. And... But it, t- it takes a little bit more effort, like setting up the dynamic in advance of we're going to try to do this fun thing, but that fun thing is going to stop if I see bad behavior.
1: You know, that has worked for me when I've done that. Even when my kids were little, if we were going into a situation where I was anxious or tense, like, say, flying with all three of them by myself or, I don't know, walking into a um, my, my brother-in-law's dad's funeral and the kids were, you know, pretty little, funeral Oof. mass. And it was going to be, you know, it was a little warm and it was going to be at least an hour long. And when I, when I, when right. I really it's, need.
0: It's a big deal. It's right. not somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And There's I, a very specific set of expectations. There's a specific
1: set of expectations. And in those moments where it's like, I need you to, to do this for me and, and kind of practice that sort of same team thing. We're walking into the situation and the situation is going to be a little difficult and I'm going to be a little stressed and I need you to do these things. My kids have reacted to that. From a very young age. I mean, like three, five, and eight were like silent in that in that church. But you can't do that every
0: day. No, you can't do it every day. And you have to be careful also. The flip side of that story is that I occasionally I remember I was watching my other set of nieces and nephews who are now grown. And the oldest, there were four of them, and I think the oldest was like seven or something, and the youngest was a baby, and they were, you know, four under seven. And I sat the seven year old down. We were going out to this like um, carnival y kind of thing. I had four kids out at this, you know, open air kind of Mm -hmm. crazy environment. And I sat the seven year old down and I said, Listen, Aunt Meg (laughs) is going to be taking you guys to this thing. It's going to be very. busy lots of people I need you to be my cap my co-captain okay you're my deputy in charge of helping me with the other kids and I gave him this whole talk and he got really excited he was like yeah I'm the deputy and I'll keep everyone." and we get out to this carnival and he's like a wild man like he's so (laughs) out of control he's the worst of the four of them he's running around he's getting lost and I remember being like you betrayed me, deputy. Like, I was so, I took it so personally. I was like, we had an agreement. And, and you have to manage your expectations about how much a seven-year-old is able to commit to like, yes, I understand the expectations here. But it definitely helps to have the conversation. Right. And, and there's, and there's I think what we're, we're landing on in this first half of our conversation is that yelling is a symptom of loss of control. And so the flip side of yelling is kind of finding as many ways as possible to reinsert that control in ways that are positive and not just about yelling. Right. And I think this is a good time for us to take a break. Me too. Uh, Because after the break, I'm going to share with you the best piece of parenting advice I've ever gotten. And it's on the topic of yelling. Wow. Wow. Yes. And I still think of it at least every day. And I think it's going to be a big life changer. Expectation management. Hashtag come back after the break. It's going to be amazing. Uh, So we're going to take a little break and we're going to share this comedy piece with you. And we will be right back. Your Guide to Mom Yelling from the What Fresh Hell podcast. The gritted teeth, I'm not yelling yell. We will talk about it when we get home and away from all these other people who are looking at us in the grocery store. The yells your mom used to yell and you never thought you'd yell yell. Because I said so, that's why. The I'm not yelling, just speaking very loud for emphasis. Yell! These clothes are clean. Clean clothes
1: do not belong in the laundry. Clothes that have been worn for less than five minutes are clean.
0: Clean! The I'm just going to keep yelling names until I get to yours. Yell! Emma, Sophia, Catherine. Oh, you youngest daughter, Sydney. That's right. You're in trouble. The Company's here, so I can't yell, but you know this would be a yell if it could be a yell yell.
1: Gosh, honey, I'm surprised you don't remember that I prefer that you don't put your shoes on the sofa. The I've lost my train of thought yell. I need everyone to get off their iPads. Dinner is in five minutes. Don't come down until you finish your homework. And is lacrosse practice tonight or Thursday?
0: Where's my phone? The repeating yell. Get your shoes, get your shoes, we're late, get your shoes, you need shoes, we're very late, shoes, come on, we're late, get your shoes, 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 get your shoes. The I'm not going to curse in front of my children yell. Fudgy the whale, Godzilla, damn breaking, Shazam, Shazam it all. The things I never thought I'd yell yell. Mom's underwear is not a hat. Don't taunt that lizard. You
1: have to wear shoes outside when it's snowing. Yes, every time. Your penis should never be out during church. while I can't wait for this piece of parenting advice. It's going I to change now it everything. Be really
0: good. Now it better be really good. But it really was good. And, and, and my husband and I were together when we got it. We still talk about it all the time. So we, I think I was pregnant. We were with my um, husband's roommate from college. And we were, ch- I, I, we were chatting about having kids. They had three kids who are probably like even older than your kids now. So like their kids were probably like whatever, 7, 10, and 12 at the time. And I was pregnant with my first and Kristen, roommate's wife, gave me the following piece of advice. Really saying no involves standing up. So the idea is like, you can't say no from the couch. Like if you really <laughs> want behavior to stop, that's where a lot, a lot of the seeds of yelling is kind of, I don't want to get up, but I want you to stop what you're doing. Uh, you, that, wow. Yes. It's solid, yes. right? I mean, that's solid advice. Touché. Because I had never thought of it that way. And, like, my husband and I say it to each other all the time, "You know, we're sitting and we're on our phones or we're like eating dinner." And one of us is like, "Stop screaming at each other in there and I, and and one of us will say to the other one, "Really saying no involves getting off the couch." And it's like it it does open a whole new world of understanding. like, you ha- A lot of yelling, I think, is also about being a bit disengaged. That is so spot
1: on. And and no wonder they can ignore it so easily. It's like, well, she's still, she's still in the other room on the couch. She doesn't
0: really but want me to get off the iPad. She doesn't really care.
1: If she cared enough, she'd walk in here and tell me to turn it off so I can wait because that's what's going to happen next after she's Right. They
0: know step two is coming. That's mm-hmm. right. Like, if you're actually just shrieking from another room. And I still do it. I mean, there are nights where I put my kids in bed at 8. I get in bed at 8.10 and I'm reading or whatever, especially in the winter, like I like to be cuddled up and I hear them up there just wailing on each other and things are crashing and it sounds like a bad, you know, like cartoon. And I'll just try to lay in bed and be like, if I have." and i i know i'm kind of doing it but i'm like wait i'm really cozy though i actually don't want to get out of this bed so i'm gonna to try to make my voice sound shrieky and scary enough that i could overcome my need not to want to stand up and it's but, annoying
1: i mean i yeah I mean, i'm annoyed too like oh my god i'm finally sitting down watching game of yep. thrones and i have to get up now uh yeah but you're right but that's we we yell when we are maybe yeah it's it's yeah
0: it's harder not to yell. Yeah, it's harder not to yell. That's the
1: problem. But and if it's ineffective to yell, then,
0: then what's the point? Well, yeah. I mean, it can be effective. I just think this is the thing. No judgments. Yell away. Shriek and shout, ladies. Like, it's totally – I'm team yelling in a way. It serves a purpose. I'm kind but, of team yelling, too. Yeah, I'm totally team yelling. It but serves a purpose when you judiciously. it is not serving your purposes anymore – it might be worthwhile to say, "What is this yelling all about?
1: The more you yell, the less effective it becomes. So that's if true. you want have it If you want to have it be an effective tool when you need to use it, then
0: you need to use it less that's right and and that's why I kind of disagree with your point earlier that like. Spanking the lack of spanking leads to more yelling. Like spanking leads to more spanking, yeah. yelling leads to more le- yelling. Like to me, they're they're the same problem. Really, it's not that like oh we took away spanking so now we need to yell more. It's that I think spanking the problem with spanking is that it's it's it is the same problem. It's you're a little out of control. Yeah, like yeah, if that... you need to spank, you're you've lost some degree of control. I and and yelling is kind of the same. Like you you don't want to get to a point where you are giving yourself yelling flu once a day getting in bed miserable tired headachey from all the shrieking you're doing you want to try to figure out some ways to get a little bit more control so you're not getting to that point every day but a little yelling it ha- it's going to happen
1: right okay so let's let's figure out how not to get to that point uh in the first place so what 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 works i got a couple ideas for you give it to me so there's a woman named Carolyn Dogley. who wrote a book called The Sensory Child Gets Organized, which I very highly recommend yep. if you have a child. We both
0: have sensory children. So if you're so in, in sensory. We're tuned into this we can, world. We'll
1: talk about that some of the time, but sensory children tend to have problems with organization. And so um, our mornings tend to be very stressful. Because I have a child, I really have three children, but one in particular who will go brush their disappear to brush their teeth, go upstairs to brush their teeth, ten minutes later, come downstairs, have them brush their teeth. <laughs> we're lying, oh yeah, we're lying on the rug playing with the dog. We're like, you know, i don't, I don't know, I don't know what they were doing. and and so then we're late for the bus, and then I'm yelling. And so she, she says in this book that if you ha- find those moments, those, those sources of tension with your kids, and find a concrete solution. So I was yelling at my kids every morning about that because we were late leaving for school because they were taking so long to brush their teeth. Well, what was the way to fix it? Not yelling every morning, but getting an extra set of toothbrushes and, and toothpaste and putting them in the powder room downstairs by the front door so that they didn't have to go upstairs to brush their teeth anymore. Mm, they could just clever. brush their teeth downstairs. Oh my God, right. Ten, 10 more minutes in the morning and me not yelling. Um, totally worked. Another thing it, it, because again, because the mornings are when, when I tend to well, I yell twice, I yell in the morning and I yell when when they're in the car and they're distracting me while I'm trying to drive. <laughs> those are my, those are my <laughs> two times. Um, the, the morning checklist. Again, especially for my uh, kid that needs a little more direction, but all, worked for all three. And I thought, a checklist? He's not five. I mean, I did this when he was 10 or 11. A, a disgustingly thorough checklist. Get up. Get dressed. Have breakfast. Brush your hair. Brush your teeth. Put your shoes on. Find your backpack. Leave for the bus. And, and he not only was not insulted by that checklist, he took it very seriously and um, consulted it often. Like every morning, like hmm, now, what do I have to do? Let me let me see. Let me look at the list, and if there was any sort of we're falling behind schedule, I'd say don't forget your list. And again, I w- I wasn't yelling at him to go brush his hair. The list can said, you make his me his a
0: morning list for myself? <laughs> yeah. I think it would really help me, especially that part about brushing my hair. Brush your hair. Make sure that's on there.
1: I had to go back. It, it, put your shoes on was on the list, but tie your shoes wasn't on the list, and I had actually to go back and <laughs> uh, add. But tie that's your shoes. so
0: but that i mean one problem i think is my husband and i could both use those kind of lists like w- lots of great stuff but about being married to each other but both of us have are disorganized and problematic in those ways david's a little bit better than i am but i feel like what you're saying and that's such a good point it's if you find yourself over yelling that's a symptom of something else that's happening and so when you find yourself yelling too much oh it's good like you need to keep a little like shrieking diary and like okay today I was yelling a lot in the morning at school time I was yelling a lot when I was trying to get the kids off screens I was yelling a lot at dinner time when they were scattered all over the house and then start to find solutions to the, the yelling problem so like I mean literally that's why people used to have a dinner bell because they don't want to shriek dinner time Like hey. It's a dinner bell. Like, It's come to dinner. and I need to get a dinner bell. I totally need to get a a dinner dinner bell. bell. I mean, our house isn't big enough that we need a dinner bell, but like, yes. I mean, whatever the situation is, it's the iPad solution, which is me saying, okay, I'm giving you a five-minute warning to get off, and then if you're still in the very middle of something, I will give you a five-minute grace period to get off, but... We're not having yelling around getting off of screen. I'm not gonna say get off your screen, screen screens, screen screens, screens anymore. I'm just going to say, here is here are the actual parameters that this is gonna work in. I'm gonna set up a timeout zone, you know, and stick you there and say, okay, that behavior is unacceptable. Go sit out for a minute. Rather, why are you doing this? You know, like what is the opposite of yelling. I will tell you another thing that really works and I love it and I'm sure everybody knows it because I think they do it in all the schools but I picked this up from the school teachers. Do you know this one? Yes. And then the kids echo it. Yeah. I'm telling you there's a reason why you do that because they don't want to scream and so my kids know that. My kids are just getting to the point where they're like they roll their eyes and they don't want to do it back. They're like we're too old for that. That's a preschool thing. That's a baby thing but you know, our, our one, two, three eyes on me, one, yep. two eyes on you, yes. like that. All of those things are to condition the preschoolers and the kindergartners and the little kids that like when you hear that clapping sound, just in case anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, you go. And then the kids echo that clap and it means everybody's listening and paying attention. And we do it at Boy Scouts. And if I have a house full and the thing is, they've been doing it in school since they were little. If I have a house full of nine year old boys, I'll do it. And the kids will do it back. I mean, they have it's like a weird lizard conditioning in their brain. <laughs> and those kind of it's like instead of you can't do it while you're driving the car. So don't do it while you're driving. The car. Keep one <laughs> hand when on the wheel. Drives off the road. Uh, those kind of like it's a it's a reset button. You know, it's a kind of like whoa, everyone stop what you're doing, and then we can all kind of calm down for a second and move back to. I mean, it's still at a wedding reception, dinging a glass. Like everybody hears that sound. And they kind of know, like, okay, it's time to stop what I'm doing, be quiet, and focus somewhere else.
1: Right. So those things work. It's a workaround. So you, so you, ha- you have to find the workarounds for the sources of tension. Because I think we're hitting on: you don't yell all day every day. You yell about kind of the same things, which, which is why they're the things you yell about because you're so fed up with it being an issue yet again that nobody's in the car, whatever. So, so. Think about those times when you yell and then going back to your diet metaphor. OK, well, if 10 p.m. is a tough time for you, then go to bed at 945,
0: right? Or, right. or have. Right. It's the same kind of thing, like red light foods. Or like have I carrots know that or like, if we get Indian taken, in, it's all over. Like I'm eating every single scrap of food until I am miserable and like rolling around clutching my stomach. Like what? <laughs> so I'm like, OK, if uh, that might not. That's a once a month food, not a every Friday night food. Right, so like, where start to identify like the red light foods, like start to identify the red light moments in your life. Where is that yelling coming up all of the time? And I mean, I know for myself, I and then you reset the yelling. I had a we had a recital, a little recital. The kids were playing. I mean, they were playing like "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star" on the piano. It wasn't like recitally recital, but they were playing at school. We, you know, they bring their little music books and play their little piano piece during the art show at their school. And I was nervous about it. And it was stressing me out in a way that I didn't totally recognize. And my son was practicing and I kept saying, they had to fill, they were really like simple pieces, like two little, you know, not even chords, like one note, like ding, 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 Like, and so I said to him, I want you to repeat it so that it lasts like a minute. It's not just like you're up there playing for 30 seconds. And... He was playing and I was doing 10 other things at the same time. And he got to the end and he turned around like he was done. And I was like, it's a repeat. You have to repeat it. And I was just kind of like, I'm busy. Remember to repeat it. That's what I, I was feeling and thinking I was saying. And then I didn't hear any music coming. And I was like, what's he doing? And I went over and he was crying. And he's like, oh, you you yelled at me. Like he, I really hurt his feelings and scared him. And that's something that, like, it kind of put me back on my heels a little bit. Like, oh, that's right. Like, what I just think of as I am forcefully reminding you to do the thing you need to do, it it's coming off to him as, like, mommy is really mad and angry and has a mean face and is screaming. And that's something that you have to check in with yourself about. And i I think that's a very – I have that in my marriage sometimes. Like, when David and I were first married, we would get in fights – And I have kind of a forceful personality and can be kind of loud. Yeah. This is shocking. I'm sure. But I am just like, I'm myself like how, but for my husband, it was very upsetting. Like she's so angry. And so I have another metaphor when I was little, we they had a haunted house in my town, and I was the most scared in the world of haunted houses. Like the Disney Haunted Mansion, they had to take me out a side <laughs> entrance at one point because I was having like eyes roll back in my head, like <laughs> nervous breakdown. May never survive. The least panic. scary
1: haunted house ever.
0: I oh gosh, other than the, host, word haunted, the word haunted, the word
1: haunted is the scariest thing about it.
0: When he said, "I am your ghost host," that was it for me. I was it was done. <laughs> um, so background terrified of haunted houses. We go to a haunted house in our town where a house has been converted on all the rooms are haunted houses and i'm walking through the house and then we get to a house and there's like a strobe light making lightning which i was also very frightened of and this vampire is like walking towards us and he, i'm freaking out again eyes rolling back in my head like shrieking like i cannot handle this level of terror and the vampire leaned over and he took his teeth out and he's like it's mr callagy it's just me your neighbor and I was like, huh? I, I mess with my mind. But <laughs> I think that's something also to keep in mind when you're yelling at your kids, that sometimes they see the vampire. And you're like, but it's just me, mom. And you have to remember that like, you might be scarier than you think sometimes to your kids. And I have had that lesson handed to me a couple of times. That what I think is just like, come on, repeat it. You know that, is coming off to my son is like, Wow, mom's really scaring me right now.
1: Particularly when sometimes sometimes they don't listen, you know, we we have to we have to say things three and four times and then we yell because they're not paying attention. And I think sometimes they're really not paying attention and so they don't they don't tune in until we're you know, fire coming out of our our eyes and then they are. They are confused and a little scared because they 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 missed the
0: build entirely. Yeah, for sure. And this walks the line a little bit. I realize of like precious snowflake stuff. Like kids get yelled at. It's fine. Like my kids are sometimes. And there are times where I've yelled at my kids. And I'm like, yeah, you should be crying. You really did a bad thing. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like there are times where I've yelled at my kids. And I'm like, cry away. You just bit your brother hard enough to dry blood. Mm-hmm. Like you should be crying. Mm-hmm. You did. This is the time where you're actually really, really in trouble. But I just think you have to be very aware and. Of like when you're playing that card, and I accidentally pulled that card out at like 4:30 pre anno practice, getting ready for the recital. That's what I'm trying to say. Does that make sense? Yes. Like I accidentally played the like level 10 card when what was needed was like a level two reminder of like, oh no no no, remember it's a repeat.
1: And and parents who yell end up with kids who yell. Yelling breeds yelling, and our oh. kids do watch us for how we
0: engage with the world. And guys, so if we're not, Amy to- just said a mouthful right there. <laughs> When, when you watch, that's what, that's what I don't like. And that's when I know it's out of control is when I hear my kids upstairs playing and my older one saying to my younger one, I've told you six times to put that down. And I'm like, oh, no, that's the bad mom yell coming right out of that kid's mouth mm-hmm. towards his sister. Mm-hmm. Oh, that feels like really. And listen, this isn't so serious. This is life. It's fine. But sometimes, like you hear those things, and you're like, "Oh no, I've really messed that up."
1: Right. Again, I think I think going back to the thing we said very in the in the very beginning. No yelling is probably not possible. Less yelling is possible and is desirable for a lot of reasons. If only. So and the you way don't we to get to no
0: yelling, so we can consider this yelling problem solved. Okay, let's solve it right now. The way we you get to no yelling is part one, part A. Identify the causes and times of your yelling yes, what's the sources making you of tension. yell when when is the yelling happening then identify the cause of that yelling so okay i'm yelling a lot when in the morning when it's crazy i'm yelling when i'm stressed i'm yelling because i'm so tired of the screens that i don't know how to get them out of the house i'm yelling at the dinner table because i resent the fact that i cooked all day and nobody's eating what i made Start to figure those things out, and then see if you can find solutions to those particular problems.
1: Right. the The extra toothbrush solution. There, there might be extra a very, toothbrush solution is a great idea. A very or concrete like, way to fix it.
0: Yeah. Or you know, every single problem we have an episode to fix it. So just go back and listen to the picky eater and realize <laughs> that the new rule in your kitchen is we don't talk about the food. But yeah, find those solutions, and then really realize that yelling is a symptom. For me, it's often a symptom of like, I'm overtired, I'm at the end of my rope, it's May, and I'm so ready for school to be over. Yet I haven't made all the summer plans, and I'm feeling stressed about it. And I just came back from nine days away. And now I'm back with my kids and remembering it's really, really hard. (laughs) And humans are difficult. And so Sometimes the symptoms sometimes it's a symptom that's of something that's just like, Okay, yeah, this might be a little bit more of a high yelling week. Okay, yeah, I have two loner kids for six days. I'm gonna be doing some more yelling this week. Mm -hmm. And it's fine. It's not gonna scar them for life. But just take a little time to check in and say, like, okay, the yelling was a little out of control today. What can I do a little bit differently tomorrow? Well,
1: I liked what you said before about and then then the next day you start from a lower point. Yeah. Um, quite, and just quite like, consciously.
0: I don't know. And do- realize like you may get back to 10, but maybe you'll get there later in the day, or maybe today you'll only get to seven. And then if you reset again the next day, maybe you could just get to six and you're not going to cut out all yelling, but the yelling can get a little bit more controlled and we can cure the yelling flow. All right. I think, I think we've solved. Yelling. I think we
1: fixed it. We're We're going to yell so little now.
0: Not never. It's, it's gonna be very peace. infrequently. It's gonna be like, oh Namaste, mother, oh Namaste, son, off to school with you. First, stop in the powder room and brush your teeth with this <laughs> conveniently located toothbrush. It's gonna be a whole new world.
1: I forgot I forgot my I wanna say at the end here, the one uh tip that I forgot, which I I hate but it works, is get up earlier. If I get up earlier, it helps. I'm with gonna the, yell at you, yeah. Now. How dare you. Yeah. That's a lot more time advice. to get ready for stuff. And then I'm not screaming that we're late.
0: Yeah. I mean, that is definitely one thing that we found in the mornings. Like when we're yelling, it's because we tried to get a bed at 745 and <laughs> right. get the kids to school by 815. Right. It's like, and now it's the last resort. That's the thing. The yelling is the bottom of the deck. Like that's, that's the bottom line. It's like, the
1: bottom of the deck. So try to right, try to put some other cards on top.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. Well, we want to know. What you're yelling about at your house? Please go to Facebook and tell me that I'm not the only one yelling at my kids. Uh, you can join us at Facebook.com/forward/slash What Fresh Hell Cast.
1: Yes, and on uh, Instagram at I know we're on Instagram if now. You, if you have a picture of something you're about to yell about a big Lego mess, take a picture and, and uh, <laughs> tag what us on Instagram. It? We'd love to Perfect. know. Perfect. What's our tag? Oh, stop yelling. Hashtag stop yelling sometimes yelling
0: <laughs> you can tell we haven't really figured out yet but we're getting, we're, we're getting there we're getting there we're getting there we
1: would love to connect with you there and we're also on twitter we have adjusted our uh username to make it clear that we're a podcast so our twitter name is now wfh what fresh hell podcast wfh podcast on twitter but if you just search what fresh hell podcast twitter you're going to find us do it that way
0: and as always, we would love if you're enjoying the podcast, do a couple things for us. Tell a couple friends about it, send them to the Facebook page, and also give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, which used to be called iTunes. Don't call it that. But <laughs> now, I'm just saying, like, if people are like, what the heck is Apple Podcasts? You can go to iTunes and find us, it's right? It's still
1: on iTunes, but now we are right, It's it still Apple on Podcasts. iTunes, but now
0: they call it Apple Podcasts. And
1: we're going to do links on the uh, show page, com. We're going to do links to some of the research on yelling that we talked about today, and maybe I'll have my friend, the dog trainer, show
0: us the research about saying something once, which is... You and the dog trainer should do a Facebook Live oh where you gosh. tell us how dog training is like raising kids. That's a great idea. All right, awesome. Look for that, too. Done. Okay, guys, thanks for joining us and talking about yelling, and we will see you for episode 18. Thanks.